0: Welcome to the Life on Time Become Inspired podcast with Dr Alistair Bailey, Jeremy Belas and John Ford. Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of the Life on Time Become Inspired podcast. This week we are going to be talking about homeschooling. Uh, if we've got any teacher teacher parents out there or just parents then I guess all of you will be I would say, enduring this now, because I guess at the beginning, you probably were quite enjoying it. Um, So we just thought we'd we're trying to talk about topics that are on point at the the current time. And we feel that or for people and teachers that might need help or where support is needed. So we're just trying to hit those areas. Um, Today, we have got our usual team. We have Dr. Bear, Jeremy Villas, but we also later on have a special guest, Arnold Kaloki. Uh, from bright teach uh who's a specialist uh tutor or he runs a tutoring business um he's got some really good advice for us hopefully uh which hopefully be able to give us some motivation uh parents uh to carry on because obviously we don't know when schools are going to be open so first off though uh guys how are we
1: all right thanks mate (coughs) very good not too bad yeah surviving good week I mean, I think you had the, you had your uh, little girl a few days last week, didn't you? As a tree. Yeah, yeah. It's always good fun. Same today. She's alright. It's one of those things that when it's good, it's really good, and when it's not, it's like I want to throw through the window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. And I'm obviously yeah. never, obviously not going to safeguarding. Don't worry. <laughs> that, yeah,
0: we've all uh, we've all had those
2: moments. Doctor Bear's tip number one for home schooling don't throw yeah. them over the
0: fence
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's weird isn't, isn't it because it? it kind of when I like I have days off and when I'm when I'm working and like working in the sort of little garden office sort of shed thing and I'm watching my wife and her play and sang <laughs> and thinking oh it's quite nice to be sort of witness to it but I feel quite apart from it and actually when I'm then in it like bits of it I absolutely love and then bits of it I'm thinking god how long until this who finishes work
0: yeah i think i'm mate i'm i'm exactly the same as you um i <clears throat> i have those feelings and i think sometimes i don't know whether it's girls and boys are different but yeah i definitely find that that i watch louise play with play with my girls and i think oh how lovely and how easy but then they don't seem to do the same with me i don't know whether it's just my
2: parenting skills <laughs> jez how are you not my super thanks john yeah i'm good um yeah, there's there's sort of constant things changing in in my world of, of teaching at the moment, uh, which I won't go into too much details. But yeah, the the home the the guided learning still continues. I had I had my um, this morning. I had my eight thirty live workout with Year Ten. They absolutely hate a Monday morning eight thirty live workout. They were just not keen. I you that, uh, they're mate. not keen at all. I was trying to think. I was trying to think what it would be like for us when we were 14, 15, and you had to get up and turn the laptop on and then your teacher's there on the screen telling you to start moving your body. But yeah, I'm all good. Um, and interesting hearing Bear there talk about being a parent at home and trying to work. its It's been difficult, hasn't it? Because those lines are blurry, aren't they? When you are you have to change hats from being, for you, Bear, being a clinical psychologist and then you're a dad and then you go to work. In, and obviously, yeah. normally when you leave the house you're off for your own work, you're a different person, you come back in, you become dad or whoever. But I think that's where this has been really weird because you're having to constantly change roles all the time, aren't you? You're going from one to the other, to the other, to the other. And that's really difficult. Yeah.
1: And even stuff like I used to sort of take for granted, like I had quite a, a routine for sort of finishing work. So, you know, I'd go to the gym and if I didn't, I would definitely sort of shower and get changed. And sort of get into like being at home and here, kind of, I I imagine like lots of other people working from home. If I'm not having to see people, I'm living in sort of tracky bottoms or just like slobbering clothes, and that sort of just runs sort of through the day. Yeah. Um, And it really, I don't know. There's a bit of me that thinks maybe I should
0: do something different. Yeah. Well, Bear, I'm going to give you. I know know you're a Bear. I know you're a doctor, but I'm going to give you some advice because I heard it on Virgin Radio the other day. And I think this that is really good true. advice. It must be true. Is that if you wear before you leave for work, so before you go to your little cabin in the bottom of your garden, you need to obviously put your work shoes on. So even if you're wearing tracksuit bottoms, if you put your work shoes on and go to the go to your office, and then when you More get back in, you take. I'm not sure that's going to work. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think you're completely right. I think you, it probably is about it's about creating that uh, routine, isn't it? Of being able to go to work. <laughs> That's something disgusting
2: I put on my workout because like, I'm a PE teacher I put on my workout clothes and then I teach i <laughs> teach in them and then I wear them we'll, I go for a run and then I just think oh I might lift some weights later or do another work. oh no man, and then man. by the end of the day I'm absolutely honking but I, don't, I just yeah, think it's a, fi- it's more
1: efficient probably
2: not, probably not by the
1: end of the day probably within <laughs> about well, 15 minutes
2: it's more efficient well. that way I don't want to keep having to change clothes and put loads of stuff in the laundry for my wife yeah, and be home. Really? I'm thinking about that. that's what I'm, I'm
1: doing. doing. I'm about her having. Well, else you mate.
0: <laughs> I think um, I'm going to just try and bring this back on point because I think this is just going off. Yeah. So homeschooling. I mean, how is everybody? I mean, I think your little and Alistair's probably not at that stage, but personal yeah, e- personal young, experience of it. Um, <clears> I'm very fortunate that my, my kids have now gone back to school because they're in those years. But the. The period of time, and, and this is what I really feel for the people that are still having to Still School, because I think it just got harder and harder as it went on. Um, I think it was obviously a nice break to begin with. Um, and, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really intrigued at what Arnold's got to, do, got to say to help some of our listeners, because I think the, um, the motivation is probably lacking or beginning to lack um, to try and keep... I think it's just it's, it's
1: something about the stamina like running down like everything else like you can endure for quite a long time in the same way the sort of um like healthcare stuff kind of working with you know it's all right you can kind of keep all those sort of balls juggling for quite a long time and actually after a while it just starts to you know take its toll and the the time for you at the end of the day or the start of the day or whenever it might be gets squeezed and squeezed and squeezed. Yeah. And then it's just and I,
0: and I, yeah, I, clinging on. Yeah and I guess it's also the fact that you're the, the kids are thinking the same thing. The kids are like, "Well, actually, I've been, yeah. I've been doing this now for twelve weeks, and you know, I'm fed up of it." How did you find it, Jez, yeah. With your two, yeah. or did you not oh, do any of it? I mean, no. to be fair, I didn't do a lot of it. Louise did it, but no. I mean, did you? Did you go I did do help? a
2: lot. Um, so in our house, my wife's a primary school teacher, um, which obviously does help. But then I think you do pile a bit of pressure on yourselves as well because you've got two teachers in the house and you think it's going to be easy, and it, it definitely. <laughs> Uh, And the other thing I'll say from my end, you know, I'm happy to say that I've got a son with some pretty severe learning difficulties as well, which makes things really difficult um, because he requires at school, he requires one-to-one attention. Um, So that, that made things tough. What I would say, and I think Bear's absolutely right. The first, we had to do it, you know, for the first, well, I don't know how many weeks it was, but the first good few weeks there. And like yours, John, they're back at school a bit now. So they're back at school about three days a week, which is really helpful. We had to be, t- you have to be so strict on the routine and um, mapping the day out, just like they would have at school. And that's something that my son, who does have learning difficulties, had to have the night before. He had to know exactly what he was doing, which hours of the day. Otherwise he just couldn't cope and he, and he went into a spin. Um, but Hells and I just tried to take it in turns with each of them, giving ourselves breaks. And also, again, not beating yourself up. If you have to put them in front of a laptop where they do mathematics or something online, then that's fine. And a lot of this comes down to age, doesn't it? Because if you've got, you know, John, your girls are, um, well, your eldest is a bit older than, than mine, but um, mine are seven and eight. They can be independent to a point. If you've got, you know, a four and a five-year-old, um, then that's different, isn't it? That's a lot more.
0: Yeah, yeah, you've got to be hands-on. And then I guess if you've got a 13-year-old, 12, 13, 14-year-old, they're going to be even more
2: independent. Well, yeah. You've got to still keep involved. Just, just on. You? You know, I teach that. I teach secondary age, so I teach 11 to 18 year olds. There has to be a massive element of trust on the parents' behalf on those secondary school students that they can get on. And also, the quality of the, students in the school is massively important because if the school is providing enough there for, for students to be able to get into it and get working, and, you know, and so on, that's, re- that's really hard to gauge from a distance learning point of view because when you're face to face, you can gauge how much a kids, you know, got to do or whether they're. Fine it's very difficult mm. to gauge it from a distance. And this is where I think we're finding it now. Some students are way ahead and they're getting through work really quickly and they haven't said anything and others are falling way behind and starting to struggle. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a tough world out there. Uh, one thing I will say is that, you know, as parents, you can only do what you can do. Your, yeah. your children are safe and healthy and doing some learning. Don't don't yourself up to yeah. think they've got to be yeah. doing what are school because mm. that's totally
1: it's gonna, it's gonna finish at some point, isn't it? <clears throat> the reality is, we'll, re- we'll return to sort of a degree of normality. <clears throat>
0: yeah, yeah, and I think, I think there is, I think there is a light at the end of the tunnel because I think things are, as we speak, getting better out there. Whether schools will go back, uh, any more schools or any more year groups, we don't know. But um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's a good time to cut over because we have a guy that I believe is going to be able to help our listeners, help some parents um, out there. His name's Arnold, Um, so we're going to cut into him now. Guys, I will catch up with you next week. Cheers, mate. Hi, and welcome, Arnold. We've got Arnold Kaloki on the phone uh, with us here on our podcast, um, our homeschooling podcast. He runs a company called Bright Teach, uh, where he specialises in finding tutors for uh, schools and for mums and dads who need some help tutoring their children. Now, we thought he'd be a perfect candidate to come on our podcast to give us a bit of a hand, give us some helpful tips on how to um, help some parents and maybe some teachers who are in need? they may may well have been at home homeschooling for around 10 to 11 weeks now. Um, motivation is probably all but gone. Mm. Um, and really, you just need a bit of, bit of motivation maybe and some tips on how to do it. So firstly, over to you, Arnold. I don't know if you want to just give a bit more of a background in what you do.
3: Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I'd love to actually. Yeah. So that's right. My name's Arnold Kaloki. Um, I am the director of a company called Bright Teach and we've been running for uh, just about four years now we've been providing we work kind of like a in a crude way of saying it, it's kind of like a, a dating app where we link the student to the right tutor for them and um yeah then we we really help support them we have a bunch of resources and uh stuff for um students parents teachers tutors to be able to grab a hold of and and feel as though they're supported in the whole thing uh and uh we love what we do i love my job it's great yeah That's
0: a really, uh, really positive way. I I like it. Um, So what, I mean, what's your... What's your take on the whole scenario of homeschooling? I mean, are you getting, I guess you're getting quite a lot of people asking for help?
3: Yeah. So, I mean, on our side, um, we de- it's, it's a really strange time. I'm not going to lie. Basically, what's going on is we there are a lot of parents who are thrown into something that they didn't have prior preparation for. You know, there are people who normally decide to uh, move to homeschooling. Let's say they were uh, in a school or their children sorry were in a school and then they decided to go to homeschooling you've got years or or however long to prepare for that right and then a bunch of parents now have just been thrown into um homeschooling and they're like (laughs) what is going on i don't know what to do Um, And and that's all right. That's okay. Uh, Unfortunately, these things had to happen. Um, But it's not the worst thing to be uh, thrown into. Actually, you know, a while back, I was reading an article from um, something called First News, which is this uh, children's newspaper uh, about, I think, 2 million children Uh, read it uh, every single day. And it's half the schools in the UK have subscribed to it. And they did a poll and they um, worked out That fifty-nine percent of students actually really enjoy being homeschooled um, and/or want to be homeschooled. So this position that you've put that parents have put themselves in doesn't necessarily have to be a detriment to the student or to the parent themselves. Um, But it is—it definitely is a weird time because you're thrown in as though you've kind of been whiplashed into a whole new way of living, um, which I we
0: along along also along with all the other i mean all the other things that we've been speaking about in our podcast obviously you've got all the other things that are going on the other stresses and then obviously which yeah so yeah it's uh it's i guess a bit of a shock to the system but i think that shock may well be over i guess with quite a few people because they've probably been doing it for so long it's more now i guess the sustaining sustaining any momentum Mm. that they still have um and yeah, keeping it going. yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah, it's it's so true. I think um, I, I guess because a lot of people were anticipating that everything would be um, f- like over by now, everyone would be back to school, and um, you know, we've had to just take things very easily, take things very carefully as we're trying to deal with this whole pandemic. Um, and uh, yeah, maybe people are just losing their juice, you know, losing their.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I, I talk from a, I've got a fairly good perspective Mm -hmm. on this uh my own personal perspective my wife's a ta um so but she and my my eldest daughter is in year six so she's gone back and my youngest daughter because my wife is a ta has gone back Mm -hmm. as a key worker so both my children have gone Mm -hmm. back to school but they were homeschooled for 11 weeks and the first i'd say the first four to six weeks were fairly positive i'd say Mm -hmm. from what you just said you know my, they would have said they preferred it. They preferred mm-hmm. it to being at school, but this was the second week back, and normally on a Sunday mm-hmm. they're a bit grumpy. They don't yeah. want to go back to school, but they were saying to us, which we've never heard before, "I can't wait to go to school tomorrow." <laughs> yeah. Now, this, 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 I think, is a social mm-hmm. interaction thing more than actually they want. To, and the and the, also the mm-hmm. classes are smaller, and I think this is really key for what you do and why potentially you get really good grades Mm -hmm. from your business is because it's the war of the one-to-one. So I think my children are, they're at school and they're in classes of between five and 12. They've got their own desks. So that's why they're really enjoying it. And I think um, there's obviously this home, the homeschooling is finding that balance, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it's impossible to in the mainstream schools to be able to have teachers, teachers, doing one-on-ones and having a smaller class um but yeah it's just it's just a very yeah. interesting time isn't it and i guess for your business and for for teaching um yeah. one-to-one you the, the kids are, kids are getting a real flavor for actually what yeah that would be like. yeah
3: yeah that's right so um yeah i think with with, yeah, you're exactly right, with students going back to school and experiencing uh, smaller classrooms, they're probably really enjoying that, especially even the learning aspect of it. I think you're right that um, students are definitely looking forward to going back to school because of the whole social aspect, being able to see their friends who they haven't seen for uh, weeks on end, right? Um, but because the classes are smaller, they will be enjoying the, the, the detail of the, the subject itself, um, because the teacher is able to, the teacher's probably able to bring it with a lot more enthusiasm because the class is small. I know with you know the tutors that we provide, because um, you're dealing with one on one. I mean, max we've ever had is three on one. There's a lot of enthusiasm on that particular subject because um, you, you don't have to deal with a bigger class. Um, yeah, you're so right. Yeah,
0: and this is where I, this is where I feel now for the the homeschoolers, the kids that are in secondary school or in between years one and or years two and five um that the kids are having to be taught by Mm -hmm. mum and dad still um and yeah i mean i guess at the beginning there was lots of stuff out there and there probably is lots of stuff out there online of advice of how to do it but Mm -hmm. 11 weeks on and you're and you're still doing it what are the key key messages that you would be giving to
3: Uh, I think one thing I would definitely be giving is, firstly, don't give up. Um, either the, uh, I think the the default for most students is to refrain from doing work, um, but the long term benefit is consistency. Um, I you, you just see it on polls all over the place, as well as I'm sure. Uh, Many of the parents, as well as myself, can say that uh, the fact that we had some sort of consistency with school um, allowed us to feel a lot better off now. And even though it might be difficult, even though people are um, finding it difficult to um, engage in their schoolwork, uh, it is important not to give up and just say, I'll just wait until uh, our schools uh, reopen. And that could be, you know, up until September, um, if not further. Um, so that would be the first tip that I'd give. Um, the second tip that I would give is the joy of of homeschooling um, means that, or at least the reason why students have actually been enjoying homeschooling um, is because the the content uh, can be done at the pace of that student. Um, when you're dealing with a class of um 30 you know you have to go probably with the average pace of that school of that classroom Um, and some students want to go quickly other students want to slow down a little bit um but it's just you and your children and you're able to work at the pace um of of your child yeah exactly um and i think the the best way well um hopefully you know as a parent you would know that and i think um yeah, the best way to kind of engage them and allow them to uh, go at the pace that they, they want to go is uh, discussing the, the content of their work. Um, so instead of just, you know, the school has the work that they've given them um, and then you just leaving them to say, all right, just make sure that you get it done. Um, but actually engaging them with what they're doing at the end of the, the day, just saying, hey, what did, you, what did you get up to? Or maybe, you know, you've got your own work to do, but maybe for, for 10 minutes, uh, while you're after doing your work, take a little 10-minute break, go to your child and just say, how's it going? How are you finding this? What what do you think about this? And, and maybe even sitting there um, with them and discussing the work themselves so that they have a, a deeper knowledge of the, um, the whole thing. Also, um, because you're at home, you have the opportunity to uh, do projects with some of the things that you're um, studying. It doesn't have to go according to how the... Um, school is doing it necessarily if there's a particular book that you're reading there's things that you could watch there's so much content online um of engaging um yeah engaging material that speak around the the topic itself um
0: yeah to make it more interesting i guess and keep them engaged rather than just general
3: yeah exactly you want to you don't want them just to see the the topic as like a a worksheet that they have to get done but actually something really really interesting that they can get their their teeth into and um, i mean one one particular thing is something called crash course um, which is a youtube channel that will uh, put out infographics on pretty much anything you, you search for anything search crash course on on youtube and they'll be able to um, unpick that topic in a in a fun uh, fun way and i think the the final thing that i would uh, the final big piece of advice or actually two bits of advice that i would give um number one is still make sure that you have a section for working maintain a section for working and a section for play and uh, Yes, exactly, in the, in in the, the house. house. Because what will happen okay. is it will probably – I mean, it happens with me as well that you associate, for example, the living room sofa where the TV is at, um, that is the place where you hang out. And if you decide to work there, because your mind is so set on that being the place where you chill, um, your your work efficiency is not going to be that fun and you're constantly – it's not going to be that high, sorry, and you're constantly going to be thinking – I really want to be playing my PlayStation 4 or I really want to be watching Netflix or something like that. Maintain a separate area um, within your house. It could be literally a desk and a chair in, in you know, your child's room or it could be in the kitchen or whatever. But that place needs to be exclusively for work. Um, And never use that place for anything other than work. Even when they're taking a 10-minute break, ask them to come, come to the living room, sit on the sofa with us or whatever it is. Um, Yeah. And then uh, the final thing as well is um, I think, you know, parents are a massive influencer over their children, obviously. Um, And the other day, I got an email from uh, somebody on a Sunday. No, sorry, it was on a Saturday at 11 p.m. And what's happened with coronavirus is uh, there's no, for a lot of people who are working, it feels as though there's no shut off from work. Um, This kind of links into what I was saying before.
0: (laughs) This is a this is this is right. this is. Sorry to cut you in your chest, but this what you're what you're about to say <laughs> is exactly <me. laughs> carry <right>. on. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just as you're saying it, as you're saying, it, I'm going. He's going to mention this. This wasn't me. The but this is, no, this, imagined, but <laughs> this, is this, this is what I did last <laughs> well, like, on, What on. happens
3: is uh, it's <laughs> literally the same thing, right? You if you go to an office as soon as, for example, five o'clock comes when you get home, even if you have an email, you feel more reluctant to send that email or to do work because you've associated the workplace with the work and the home with the home and the relaxation. Uh, But when home has now become the workplace and you work at all the areas where you hang out, um, then as an adult, you're you're always on work mode and it's difficult to shut off. But then what happens is the next morning you might be a little bit more tired or you're constantly thinking of work. So you're not wanting to engage with your children as much. Um, and if if you find their their or if you come across as their work is boring, they will all the more find their work boring. The, the goodness about a, a teacher is their they're paid or, you know, they're literally, they're sh- showing how something is interesting, or at least, you know, a good teacher is meant to show how something is interesting. So the student sees that every single day, five periods a day. Um, but if they're influenced by the the adult that's there, uh you know, working late means that the parent is tired, uh, the parent is constantly thinking about work. And that's not a wrong thing, you know, parents should be working as I'm working, everyone's working, but you want to still allow... Uh, your child to feel as though what they're doing is worthwhile. Um,
0: yeah. And also, yeah. I guess there's a bit of role modeling there as well, because if they see you, if they, if, they, if you're telling them they can't do their work on the lap, on the laptop or mm. in front of the TV yeah. um, and you're doing that, then I guess they're going to, and and yeah, I mean, this is, it, it's quite, it's quite interesting because that's actually what I've been doing. I mean, I've, I've, I've been doing quite a lot of work and, you end up thinking, well, rather than being in the office at 8 mm. o'clock, I'll go downstairs yeah, and do it, and, sure. I, and I am that person. So, yeah, I think yeah, it's – and um, we have a psychologist, Dr. Bear, who comes on, uh, and he has already mentioned in mm. previous – it's about boundaries as well. So uh, I think about – I think what you've just said about mm. point uh, four and five there is boundaries and having a boundary of yeah. time and areas where not only you and your child, but they, it's a work – it's a workplace and a hangout place. So yeah, yeah that's 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 extremely interesting. And um I mean, I listened to a. Uh, There's actually something that came on the news the other day was somebody putting their shoes on. They actually put their shoes on to go to work to work in their office, which is only the room right, next yeah. But by putting yeah. their shoes on, they then associate they then associate themselves going to work and then getting home from work. So all sounds really stupid and silly things, but actually, I think they're really important just to be able to keep us saying oh, it's this.
3: so true you, you it, it it is actually quite a bit of a psychology play you um want to do things so that you you don't get out of the routine when this is all done and you want to uh, especially for a parent you want to maintain a good, good kind of like role model uh, type character it's very important
0: there's one there's one other thing that uh we trialed and i don't know whether i mean you you may not have any experience with this but mm-hmm. when we had my youngest was struggling to concentrate we got her to telephone or skype call one of her friends and they both are mm-hmm. the same they're both in the same class so she got one of her friends right. and they did the work together that sort of gave yeah. her a little bit of a boost for the last week so um that's another bit of advice just that i think that could potentially help um people out there just because i guess that's buddying up i guess oh it's somebody, so true um
3: i've found actually just uh, talking to parents and, and students um that the ones who um have somebody else appear who is wanting to do the work uh, makes that's that student uh, also feel uh, the need to do that work and uh, we found actually that. so we're providing tutoring for students yeah. who have special educational needs and um for quite a few of them and um, they don't see a lot of their friends and they assume that their friends aren't doing it and um, so whenever the the months like that you know tutor is going to be uh, calling in soon uh, get ready they're like oh, i don't understand why i have to do this there's no point as soon as you show that um oh you know mark is also doing it um then they're like, oh i better get on it then um, <laughs> I, I, there, there's something quite strong behind yeah. that actually helped me back i mean years ago when i was doing my a levels and um my university degrees i um whenever i would spend time with friends i could revise for probably three or four hours longer um than if i was doing it on my own i'd think oh i'm done you know i've done enough for today but because my friends are going um i want to go yeah. but then they see me going and they think oh man i need to keep going and then i see them and it's a constant like cycle so you <laughs> so helpful, you, you know. yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, and I, and I think I think that's a especially where as as the time goes on and these and the social interactions are less. Uh, this is another tip, I think. I mean, mm-hmm. finishing off, um just maybe want to say a little bit about uh, Bright Teach. You can find out a bit more information about Arnold's business at www.brightteach.com. Um, You've had some really good results, haven't you? I don't know if you want to go through some of your students that you've had in doing the... Yeah, sure,
3: sure thing. That's right. So um, this would probably be a uh, kind of like, I don't even know what number we're on. I think temp number seven or temp number eight or something like that. when it comes to um, <laughs> engaging students, I know it's going to sound biased because I run the company, but um, finding a, a tutor, a good tutor who's excited about the topic and is able to bring that excitement uh, to the student is so valuable. Um, and we, we work hard to, to do that. So, yeah, Bright Teach, that's right. We, we, we link um, students with uh, tutors that are right for them. Um, that can understand the pace that they work in that can be able to bring additional projects and like additional um, content um, on that subject for the the student to really engage in Uh, we have an online e-learning piece of software that we use for the tutoring so it's not just your uh, you know, run-of-the-mill Zoom, uh, Zoom call. Now we will have like an interactive whiteboard. You can share your screen and, and so on. We provide uh, tutoring for students, like I said, with special educational needs who have dyslexia, uh, dyspraxia, autism, uh, ADHD, Down syndrome, you name it. Um, we've got uh, uh, tutors who are, are experienced in, in doing that. And uh, it's really fun. Um, and we're seeing that the students... Uh, get some get some great results it's it's awesome when whenever you get a, a parent who started out the the year saying oh man i'm really i'm not sure what's gonna happen to my daughter um they 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 need some help and you find that uh you know every student is so unique and so individual and if you're able to provide a session that is unique to that student they thrive and and you get messages at the end of the year saying wow the, my daughter has now gone into kings or my daughter is uh able to do the a levels that she wanted thank you so much and it, it's such a pleasure to be able to um support these students even students with educational needs who have no aspirations for anything and just hearing them it's like so basic you just hear them at the end saying oh you know what um I can't even think of an example. Maybe starting a business would be an incredible thing. And you just think, yes, it's, it's possible for you to achieve these things. It's awesome uh, uh, doing yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And just because COVID is, a, is happening doesn't necessarily mean that uh, education is limited. Um, and we're, we're trying our best to um, show that, that you're not limited in your education just because of social distancing and um, isolation.
0: So, so, so basically, if I if we've got listeners out there that have, you know they're going to take on maybe some of mm-hmm. these tips for homeschooling, but they've got a, a concern that actually there's a particular topic where you want where they feel like their child needs mm-hmm. a little bit more of a push, they can get yeah. in contact with you. You will try and. You'll have conversations with yeah. the parent and the child, I guess. Will you were, and try and link up? Exactly a,
3: right. A tutor we will um, basically do an initial assessment where we will find out everything from uh, the parent as well as the student what they need, and then we will link them with the uh, tutor, and then the tutoring can uh, go ahead. Yeah, that's right.
0: And it's and it's and it's all done online, okay. so you know there's no travelling. Because yeah. uh, I used to have a tutor back in the day, and I had to go around this person's house, but obviously. COVID-19 that's stopped that but I guess you've never been down that model Your yeah that's right online, exactly
3: yeah? so it would be online and that wouldn't be an issue as well I know a lot of people are weary about the whole if it's online it's not as engaging but we work we work hard and we've achieved a, 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 a system where we're able to provide good education for the students right
0: OK, well, brilliant. That's, I mean, really good, helpful tips. Uh, I'm hoping that's helped, uh, going to help a few people in the future over the next few weeks, because I believe that schools will not be opening at this moment in time as we speak, uh, apart from a couple of year groups for a long while. So uh, we've just got to keep that motivation and that uh, yep. engagement up as much as we can. Um, that's it. Anything else to add that you want to add to our listeners? Um,
3: for our listeners? Yeah, that's a good question i think really what i would add yeah what i would add is even though i know that this is a very strange time um this is a once probably a once in a lifetime type of experience and i think there's a lot of positives from this um if if you if you do you know take on these tips and and really work hard to um engage your student it can actually build more of a stamina for uh learning uh, Than just bring it, putting them back into school. It can be done. Um, yeah, so keep going. Don't give up. It's not the end. And we can move forward with your child's education, definitely. go For, it.
0: for more help and advice from Life on Time, please visit our website, www.lifeontime.co.uk. There's lots of helpful hints and tips on how to nurture your students' well-being so please take a look